Hey everyone, and welcome to The Daily Word. I'm, I'm so glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're going into Matthew 21. I want to share with you verses 2 through 5. And then um, let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today about being a part of God's plan. Would you hear the word of the Lord? Jesus says, go into the village over there, he said, and as soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with a colt beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks what you're doing, just say, the Lord needs them, and he will immediately let you take them. This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, tell the people of Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. So, first thing that I'd like to point out, and I, I hope that you take this uh, to uh, your assurance to uh, build a sense of, of confidence in the Lord, is that God, He has a plan, right? Uh, he, he has a plan certainly here, and as we think about uh, this, it's very significant, this triumphal entry into Jerusalem and how it is that Jesus does this. He does it in fulfillment of prophecy, like Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 9, where it talks about uh, the king entering into Jerusalem uh, humble on a donkey. This is, uh, this is related to King David. Uh, David's royal animal was, was the donkey. And this, this is really um, in part about the renewal and the fulfillment of God's promise to David that he would have uh, a king from his line on the throne forever. And of course, that is Jesus. And in light of that, the, the other revelation here as a part of this is that, that uh, God is very specific in this revelation that, that Jesus is humble. It is a revelation of, of the humility and the, the love of God that He comes on a donkey, and yet it is clear that He comes as king. It is a, a demonstration of the humility and the love of Jesus, but also of the authority of Jesus. And as we think about the, the rest of human history, it is not that God just had a plan up to this point, up to this moment, and then God says, okay, I've done the Jesus thing, now you're on your own. That, that's not it at all, God continues to have a plan that is being worked out. Now, we know that, uh, that we have a, a measure of free will that the Lord has given us, and uh, we, we know that that's true, and yet uh, God is bringing history to a good end. We see this in particular in the book of Revelation, that uh, we, we certainly know that there is a great deal of mystery, but we know this beyond all doubt, that in the end, uh, God wins, and that God is, is bringing His plan of redemption to a good end, to a good conclusion, to fulfillment uh, in, in Jesus Christ. And not only does God have a plan, and I hope that that helps to give you a real sense of confidence as a follower of Jesus, uh, but then also, um, what a what a blessing, what a privilege and honor to know, this is the second point, that, that the followers of Jesus are actually a part of God's plan. 
as we're thinking about the, the, the donkey and the colt, this, this owner, in my opinion, must surely have been a follower of Jesus. Um, otherwise, I'm not so sure why the statement, the Lord needs it, uh, needs them, would actually have held weight. If he wasn't a follower of Jesus, why would he care what the Lord needed? And so it seems to me that, um, that he was a follower of Jesus. And, and what's illustrated here for us is that we actually get to choose. We get to choose whether we will play our part in God's plan, his unfolding plan of salvation or not. Whether by humble obedience we will follow him or we will opt out by a sort of um, stiff-necked uh, resistance. And I think also it's really important to keep, uh, to keep the, this statement here that would be made about us, that the Lord needs us, right? The Lord needs, needs this, this donkey. Um, the Lord needs us. We're a part of the plan. We, we've really got to keep that in perspective because uh, truly the Lord does not need us in the sense that His plan will fail if we are disobedient. We, we must never think that. God is sovereign and His will in the end will be done. I was thinking about um, a passage we read not too long ago in Matthew 17 where um, the, they're asked, Jesus and the disciples are asked about the temple tax and uh, <laughs> Jesus tells Peter to uh, go out uh, and fish, and the first fish he catches, check out the mouth, and sure enough, there's this, this coin in the mouth of the fish. And so God can supply his plan. He does not need us in the sense that, that our, our, um, our contribution uh, is going to be the determination of whether God's plans were going to fail or succeed. And yet what we know is that there is such a blessing, a blessing that we don't want to miss such a blessing in knowing that the Lord has used us, that we've been a part of, of His plan. And this really, you know, this really is the heart of stewardship. Uh, too many times in the church, we've made stewardship into this. We have a budget. We need to meet the budget. Everybody give. And if you don't give enough, if you don't pledge enough, uh, we're going to make you feel guilty until you give enough to meet the budget. This is actually um, I, I, in my opinion, this is backwards. That, in fact, the truth of the matter is that God has given us all that we need to do His work, to do the ministry. Jesus has a plan. And the, the deciding point is not, um, how do I make you stop making me feel guilty? How do we fully fund this budget? But, but instead... What is the Lord calling me to do? What is, what is it as the manager of what God has placed in my hands, the manager of these resources, the manager of these gifts, the manager of the talents and abilities that the Lord has given me, the manager of the time that the Lord has given me in this life? What is it that the Lord wants me to do? What does faithfulness look like? As the Lord comes and says to me, whatever it is, whether it's a possession, whether it's it's uh, resources, it's a position I have, it, uh, whatever it is that the Lord comes to me and says, um, yeah, the Lord needs this. Are we going to place that in His hands? Are we going to be faithful to Him and understand the great blessing that it is to know that the Lord has 
has intentionally, by His plan, placed things in our hands that He would use for His kingdom, for His glory, and we have employed those as a part of God's plan of salvation. And then to know that our lives are actually being written, just like this man who is willing for his donkey to be used, we are being written into God's plan uh, of salvation. And, and I thought about this, this passage, um, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, are really an awesome passage about, uh, about stewarding that which God has given us. And it says in chapter 9, uh, verses 8 and 9, And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Listen to this. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. Every time the Lord says give, every time the Lord says do, every time the Lord says say, go, share, and we do, we can know those good deeds will be remembered forever. They are not in vain. The Lord remembers and the Lord blesses. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.